When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on your YouTube, go to TNT. Hello and welcome <laughs> to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Sometimes featuring wrestling, but more likely to feature Sonic Sean Paul, discussions. Sonic. Avril Lavigne. And this week, Sam. Yes. Hello. Hello. Ross is away. Ross is uh, on holiday, so I'm having to sub in because Adam Pacitti is also on holiday. Adam's gone to Turkey. Yeah. Woo. He was supposed to go to Tunisia, and then they were like, nah, mate, sorry, we can't do it. He got the flags mixed up. They, uh, Yeah, pretty much. Mm. That's it where you type in T and it comes up, the first thing while you're looking. Banter. How um, uh, how are you? I'm all right. I'm not in Turkey. I'm not on the holiday. I'm here. I'm happy to be here. On that grind. On the grind, absolutely. Yeah. I think everyone's grinding the, the minute, relationship-wise. I mean, <laughs> Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins getting together, publicly yeah. for some reason. Uh, my bae, Ilya Dragunov, oh. making his debut on NXT UK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. people will get to that later on. And Ross and... Whoever won't name Oh, my God. It seems really bad now, because I planned this, and I expected Ross to be here. So now it's like a get for bringing it up. But Wow. Fair play. Good for you, pal. We're happy for you. Fair play. Well done, mate. Good stuff. I'm sure Ross listening to this going, oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. He's 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 probably going to come in next week. We mean well. Powerbomb you through a table. He doesn't. He he powerbombed a kid in school and nearly killed him. Yeah, in primary school. I don't know about that. I'm sorry. that out then. No, no. It's fine. I think the kid survived. Don't know if he was ever the same. Breeze through a tube. Yeah, he's all right. Never play the violin again. But <laughs> you can't do that here next week because, of course, we will be in Las Vegas. Fabulous Las Vegas. Yeah. Starcast 2 Electric. Yep, it's going to be good. Um, you're going to be a veteran of Starcast. You'll be at both. Grizzled vet. You're yes. one of the old boys. Because yeah. I am old, yes. Cauliflower Alley Club. Cauliflower Ear <laughs> Club, yes. Uh, yeah, so I'll be known. No, it's Ali. What? Cauliflower Alley. Yeah. No, I know it was a put like colour. You haven't got here. cauliflower ears. I, all people. Oh, okay. <laughs> go with it. Small Come on, child. small <laughs> child, go with it. Hey, and go on. The banner, this award-winning banner, oh. banner that you can experience yourself if you happen to be in that Las Vegas area for a little show called Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And also Starcast, as you said, too. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Stop yeah. saying it. I don't know why you stop saying it. It's good. Idiot. And we will be doing... So we have a show with me, Jack, and Ross, which is on the Friday. And then on the Sunday, we have the Cultaholic Podcast Live, which will be the usual lineup of Matthew, Jack, and Ross. And what are you Um, you doing? Yeah, and Ross will be on holiday and you won't be able to make it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be running around the floor with the microphone, I imagine, when it comes to... Any fan participation. Oh, it's like an inside the rope show. Yeah. Jesus. Cultaholic man. Woo! <laughs> I'll probably move to the first two or three and then just start underhand passing. And then if people start getting annoying, it'll be very much overhand passing. <laughs> um, what are you doing? 
I will be doing the Ron Funches and X-Pac getting high whilst watching wrestling. Are you getting high and watching wrestling? That is the name of the show. It's Pine on Dolphins. 420 Blaze It. We'll be doing stretches beforehand. That's right. I believe it's legal over there. And if not, well, nice and nice. Then I'll be participating with the Russell Crap panel the morning after oh, do you because God hates me. <laughs> it, the Ron Funches thing, I believe, starts at midnight on the Friday and then Saturday morning. Oh, <laughs> oh no. We were in the shades. It's like weekend at Bernie's. Like, I, I love Russell Crap, me. It's great. Yeah. And there'll be various people there, not just ourselves. Brian Zane. Oh, yeah. OSW. Uh, OSW, Stephen Larson. It's yep. all just a big... Everybody's going to be there. Do you remember when we all met up in Manchester and did that thing? It's like that. But we're gambling and strippers. <laughs> and times yeah. a thousand. Yeah, and times yeah. a thousand, yeah. yeah. I'm, no, ex- I'm well excited, though. I'm, I'm excited yeah. for this. So we won't all be here next week. Mr. Tom Campbell will mm. be taking people's places. Yep. He's great. If you don't listen to Tom and uh, our American writer Justin Henry's podcast, give it a listen because it's very good. Classic Justin's a very knowledgeable yep. boy, and Tom is just the most chipper man in existence. And they just have guests galore. Yeah. Bang him in. Just, um, yeah. So if you if you do listen to that, you are familiar with Tom. He will be here next week doing bits and pieces, filling in, bit of news and that. Lovely man. Lovely man. I'm sad I'm not going to be here yeah, for don't, it. Don't worry. Some guys will just let him in the studio. We, we <laughs> give him a mission, and he's great. We, you know, love him. So, but lots of news to get to. Let's. Can AEW and TNT announced TV deal. The 90s are back. Wrestling's coming home. Everybody stay who wrote this. Stay calm. Lots of people are excited, including Matt Riddle on Twitter. Yes, you not see this? No. Oh. What did he do now? He did a tweet that was like... Because um, you're getting high whilst wrestling. No, he's like, really excited to hear about the news. Great to have competition. It'll help us all. And I just thought that's not what Vincent Mann wants to hear you say, man. Yeah. I mean, he is right, but still. Yeah. Yeah, so AEW finally have the long-awaited TV deal announced. They'll yes. be on TNT, which means that if you're in the UK, you will have to wait until Cartoon Network finishes. Nine o'clock, <laughs> it would switch over. Yes, that's it's right. About four seconds of static, and then the little black bar, and it would come up. Oh, great It would times. go straight into the Nitro intro as well. Amazing. Occasionally, you'd catch like an advert, the back end of an advert for an old episode of Star Trek or something. What right. was the last show before on Cartoon Network? Before It was often wrestling. Cartoon Cartoons, so it'd be oh, yeah. uh, the very early run of uh, Johnny Bravo, Powerpuff Girls, yes. all the series that came through together, occasionally Johnny Quest. Was um, Cartoon Cartoon the same as What a Cartoon? So I think it was no, a no, similar no, no, sort no, no, of... No, no. Well, cartoon Cartoons was like, it was like a drive I remember Cartoon, cartoon Network cartoons. where I think they wanted newer things and all of these things came through at the same time so yeah Johnny Bravo Dexter Dexter's Lab um, Powerpuff Girls Cow and Chicken I think came through Cartoon Cartoons as well you had like it was sort of like a like was it like the new talent incentive (laughs) right basically yeah. yeah like that so yeah but there were there were no brain walkers in that that's a murderer's row there god Sorry, I've got my moves. Anyway, that refer- that was a reference for old people. Cartoon yes. Network with the little boxes. Old- oh, oh yeah. God, so no, the I TNT cable slash yeah. Cartoon Network thing mm. is. Do you remember Nickelodeon had that thing? I don't. I forget what came off uh, after Nickelodeon. It was most but they channels because the there, there, the there was only so many channels on. Uh, yeah, on the satellite boxes, so yeah. they'd all switch. All the kids' channels at least would switch over at nine. But yeah, they had the weird cows going to bed. Yeah. Uh, but it, then they uh, was more. Be wasn't there? Sad. There was like more that they did over time where it would just be various different things that would happen. Right. Like it would change daily. What do you think of um, AEW? Oh, <laughs> so right, two Network. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Um, well, I'm hyped. Yeah. Why is that, Matthew? Well, because Geordie Neb's going to be there. Ah. And, and on official, ITV. His official capacity. There's managers, there's commentators, but they've correctly labeled one pack as bastard have they nice yeah. as in it's his title yeah <laughs> um so you shake his hand he goes oh pack bastard <laughs> um there's uh there's like uh, earl hebner's involved 
Um, various Bryce yeah. Remsburg's involved. I'll have those involved in the T-shirt side of things. Sam's yeah, done well, that. Well, I did come up with all the jokes already, out. Already, already got all those jokes out. I'd heard a lot Bryce about. Uh, <laughs> it was a recent Pritchard podcast <laughs> where it was brought up the Hebner situation, and um, apparently it started off as they they have a printing business, the Hebner brothers. That they they occasionally did stuff for people in the back where it was like they would run like WWE branded uh, like sweatshirts and polo tops and things. And that would be often what you'd see people wearing back in the day before they were producing that like on a mass level. Um, and then it was just sort of leftover stock. It was never selling like hooky John Cena merch as, as the stories have, have grown to <laughs> apparently. It was just, yeah, they were selling branded stock through their store uh, oh. without asking first. And that was the issue. That's where it all stemmed from. Oh, but I, I know there's, that. there's something funny about the idea of right. stood outside a live event, just the back of a like a Galaxy, a Ford Galaxy, open, just a big IKEA bag full of right. John Cena shirts, printed yeah. at an angle. W sells it for twenty. Dave will do it for nineteen. Earl will do it for eighteen. <laughs> yeah. Just keep on going down the street. They've got Earl. They've got Bryce. Have you heard oh, the old? Bryce. Have you heard the, right? So basically, people be trolling again, right? So me and Sam people did a news piece this morning at the time of recording, uh, where. We were just talking about the old elite wrestling deal. We were talking about how Cody's talking about it's not going to be as scripted. It's going to feel more loose and real. Uh, the books then teased like a big mystery sign-in that's not been announced yet. He'll debut at Double or Nothing. And um, then the guy who writes the music or writes the theme tunes has said, oh, that's interesting. My uh, theme tune that I wrote for this super secret dude is going to be on TNT Weekly. That's pretty cool. And then I clicked on his Twitter uh, by chance and then... Uh, it used to be in a band called what was it again? Can't remember, mate. The you know what my memory's like. Is it Tenants? We're playing tonight. It's not the Tenants, but check That's them out. Oh, this has already night. gone out last, last night. night. Why didn't you see the Tenants last night? <laughs> yeah. And um, Tenements. And um, oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> tenants. <laughs> and um, and then someone on Twitter was like, "Tenants is the beer they yeah, drink." I know. I know. <laughs> someone I know. on Twitter was like, "Have you seen this picture from today?" Sorry, and um, and it was a guy at a CM Punk meet and greet, and he's wearing the hoodie of the band that the dude was in. And it's just like, and it's not a big bat. It's not like the dun, Beatles or something. But like, I just think, I just can't deal with this. Because everyone's all like, yeah, everyone thinks Punk's coming back and stuff. But if he did come back, I'd be so excited. I'd, I'd be so excited. And I'd be there as well. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's okay. It would be nice. Yeah, it would. Yeah. I guess, would it? Oh, no, I'd absolutely love it. I'd lose my mind. Because Twitter's already getting full of uh, people who are very happy and people who are very miserable. And it's great just watching both yeah. sides gun at it, watching from a distance. If CM Punk, oh, that's it. Might as well just take the week off. I'd love it. I'd be firmly team, <laughs> this is a good thing, rather than, oh, he's 40 and he's not. Ah, shut up. I'd need two phones to see all the memes and things that are going to come out of it. Oh, it's going to be CM great. Punk, OMG, WTF, thought he was dead. <laughs> Rumors of frustration with Vincent Mann backstage from the writing team and even Triple H. This was from a caller to Wade Keller's show who says he's friends with three WWE writers. But Sean Ross Sapp, name dropping all the names, uh, has said it sounds legit. Yeah, because it seemed a bit, at first it seemed a bit, how legit is this? But both Sean Ross Sapp and I think I've put on there as well, Meltzer seem to like confirm that it's a real source. It's a real dude, like who is actually in with the writers. Oh. MC Hammer, and he said it was too legit, too legit to quit. <laughs> Meltzer also <laughs> played was true and also said Levesque picks his spots to talk with Vince, but never does it in front of anyone. Stephanie has nothing to do with creative. Shane does pitch ideas for himself, but they rarely gain. I love that. Shane pitches ideas for himself. <laughs> Dad, how about I beat, you know, Roman Reigns on pay-per-view? And he's like, shut up. And they do the DX skit. Hey, Dad. Yeah, I'm dancing, Dad. <laughs> Dad. Shut Dad, stop. I've got a great idea, Dad. 
We got the crew from Jackass, right? We can do manga. Um, WWE's third Saudi Arabia Network special will be called Super Showdown, like yeah. the one I did in Australia last yes. year. Yes. And will feature Goldberg versus The Undertaker. <laughs> Don't you dare say anything negative about this match. Did you it's going to kill my inner child. Yes, I booked this. I told you. I said way back I was going to make sure I'm there as an agent and that this match would happen. Look what I did. This Look like what I, I infiltrated that company like a faceless man and I did it. This is like Sam's it. dream match. It is. It's like my inner child is currently dying. This is going to be an awful match. Let's, oh, let's, it, might not. it might last let's, a few seconds. I, I want it to go 60 minute time limit draw. <laughs> 60 minute time limit draw. And most of the main roster runs in to try and interrupt, but they keep getting beaten down. Brock Lesnar comes out at the end and Undertaker just has his life. People try to interfere and say, democracy now, democracy now, and just just, get taken out. They pretend (laughs) that Brock Lesnar's had this massive streak in Saudi Arabia and Undertaker was the one to beat that. And then it's like a reversal of the streaks and Undertaker sort of got his back by beating Brock Lesnar in Saudi Arabia because Brock Lesnar is currently 20-0 in Saudi Arabia. I'm less excited, I must say. I think it's a bit... Oh, it's just got it's Goldberg versus Taker. Who pooed in your cornflakes this morning? As Tyler Breeze said on Twitter, it's 2019. <laughs> he just he just tweeted it's 2019, <laughs> and it was like a, what, a little while. And these men are still alive. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and they they can still Undertaker isn't. They can still well, Undertaker's still alive in the sense that he hasn't disappeared off into the the demon realm or wherever he's from. He went to the demon um, realm, but went to the demon realm ATM. Saw the numbers, came back. Oh. <laughs> Yes. Apparently, apparently, Undertaker is in need of money, which is why he cancelled on the well-meaning Kenny McIntosh. Yeah, right. So he I still, hope Goldberg kill, uh, kills him. He still did yeah. the thing. He still took pictures and that. Oh, he put all the effort in. He did, uh, I mean, I, I think it's going to be you know. He didn't even smile for Jen. All the rest of the smile for Jen. You know, Jen like she helps out on Kenny's tour and stuff. And like whenever she gets a picture with the wrestlers, even though they've been miserable with everyone else, with Jen they're like. Yeah, Undertaker didn't give a crap. <laughs> she's like, "Hi, Undertaker," and he's like, "He's like, Undertaker." Default, default fighter pose. <laughs> I got a message from her the other day in the most oh, yeah. Scottish. I think she was drunk. It was in Scottish and emojis. So she put like, "Mark versus Bill Yaldi," and I was like, "I don't know what Yaldi means." <laughs> <laughs> I think it means like hooray. But uh, that's she's very that's Saudi Arabian first, and we've got a time machine. <laughs> also announced Triple H versus Randy Orton. Oh God. And a 50-man battle royal. This is Not what? a staggered rumble, ladies and gentlemen. This is 50-man battle royal. I love this. How is that ring going to support the I weight know. of 50 bloody men? I don't know. 50 men. Do you like, think they'll have two rings? No, they, it'll have to be one ring, because two rings, there's no way they're going to set up a pay-per-view like that. I, I, I can't see a show in... Like in a stadium, stadium that size yeah. having two rings. No. Um, it works for NXT, but not... Even then, it's annoying as hell. How are they going to... Why? Like, also, Triple H versus Randy Orton. Maybe they do the reverse battle royal from TNA. <laughs> ah, yes, <very laughs> good. But what? But no, the fifty-one battle royal is gonna be great because they're gonna on commentary. You're gonna be able to see anything. Yeah, it's gonna be a giant crowd. So they're gonna say, so "All the greats are in there. Who's All the Warriors in there? Yokozuna's <laughs> in. Who's coming back for it? We'll have Brett. We'll have yeah. uh, Lawler. Who else we're gonna have? All the people that are Whatever still you want, sort of prices right. Andre the Giant's gonna be there. <laughs> You, you can't able, see. Oh, I just got eliminated off camera. <laughs> Edge she just standing there. On. Edge just standing there. <laughs> steps over the rope and just climbs down. Yeah. The, the, uh, the video is looking at Andre the Giant. PNG immediately afterwards. Oh, there he went. <laughs> <laughs> I'm concerned for this show, but I'm I'm massively looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, we've got to get rid of all of our ethics, uh, at least because not, 
anyone cancelled their the recent subscription? We'll probably do a charity stream again. Where yeah. are oh, there yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's, that's how we got around it. Yeah. When is it? I think it's the week after NXT 25, TakeOver mm. 25. So a few weeks' time. Yeah. Soon. Um, I can't wait. <laughs> right. Uh, Becky and Rollins are totally getting on, and everyone's very excited getting about it. On, it. Getting, getting it on. Getting it like on. Like Marvin Gaye. Yeah. 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 You got it on. And uh, Lars Sullivan find one hundred thousand dollars yeah despite the fact i don't think he's made that much in wwe so he'll technically be working for free so he'll be used to that as he's just come from nxt oh, oh. he's oh, zing a i think everything's all right there i mean that's why people, some of them are doing streams for money oh god apparently he's been um apologizing to people backstage and stuff but it's a bit late isn't it i guess Oh, we'll talk about it. Someone was talking with him. I'm not sure you guys. It was like, oh, I mean, it's a shame you do things in your youth that you it regret. Was... And then someone said, yeah, he was in his mid-twenties when he said yeah. all that. You're like, yeah. oh. Yeah. Oof. It was on the podcast. Cool. Yeah. Which you can watch every week. Calledaholic.com. Dot com. Check us out. See, because the way he does that, you watch NXT and it comes up an advert for the network. You're like, well, how else can you watch this show? <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other news? Um... Not that's quite a big news week, that to be fair. Yeah, not that I can really think there's of. so much. I'm trying to like, yeah, because it's just been AEW, yeah, this, that. Um, no, not that I can nah. think of really. Um, oh, uh, they did uh, house shows, oh, yeah, in the UK this week, yeah, yep. getting raw smack them in it. But they we did miss out on Volta versus R Truth. Wait, ah. show. I thought it was Volta versus Pete Dunne in Newcastle, yeah, but like, but we weren't there. But this happened at another show, and people told me that happened. They didn't tell me if the title changed hands. So <laughs> I don't want to give away any spoilers, but our truth might be NXT UK champion. I'd love that. <laughs> so, anyway. What's up, Plymouth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Now it's time for everyone's favorite segment of the Cultaholic podcast, the Hall of Fame. Hell yeah, brother. Obviously wrestling fueled as always. Mm. And results from last week in descending order. In third place, and I'm very glad about this, football. I mean, what are you doing? Just 19%. football. 19%. Like, the football. concept of football. It was a big When weekend. we absolutely put 100% effort into this podcast, someone comes up with something like the concept of breathing. No, I, I just it was a big week for football. It was Liverpool's big comeback. It was Tottenham's big comeback. I just put football in. But that's not scenes. how football works. We don't this... like football. We want our team to win. Yeah. So you came third place. <laughs> okay. and I hope you've learned your lesson. Second place, Kung Fu Matt Hardy, which is complete drivel because that was amazing. That was, if you didn't watch last week or the SmackDown beforehand, I don't blame you. Lars Sullivan appeared and Matt Hardy went, look, it's him. <laughs> he did a bit like, of George like, Miz. Yeah, like the Undertaker good. photo op. Right. Yes. And 29%. But of course, can you believe it? Yes, of course you can. In first place, Ross's Rusev Tweet t-shirt. With 52%. 52. This is like Ross's clothes have to stop going in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, got to stop. He's got black jeans in there. I know, twice, didn't yeah. it? Uh, in case he spills something on the first set. More power to him, you know. I reckon... It's too much power, mate. Yeah, but he's... Too just, much power. He's like the puppet master of our fan base sometimes, honestly. I know. I heard you say that word. But we're going to get the point where we can clone Ross from all the things that are in the Hall of Fame. That's when we need to stop. Right. <laughs> but Ross's skin... You've already got you've already got his pants. They didn't say that they were clean. There might be skin cells in there, so we can probably clone them already. Right. I've seen Jurassic Park. That's how it works. Yeah. So, no one question whether we should. Exactly. <laughs> like, imagine coming imagine, in to 15 Rosses. Oh, 15, no. <laughs> we'd, oh we'd all God. be out of a job, but Cultaholic's profits would go through the roof. <laughs> they keep the place clean as well. Ross is a very neat person. Oh, that's mm. good to hear. Yeah. 
Moving on from that, you are replacement Ross this week. Nice. Yes, in your Hall of Fame. Um, well, okay, NXT this week uh, opened with a promo from the War Viking Raiders Experience Champion Raider Viking people. And um, they asked for William Regal to come down and they wanted to relinquish their titles. And they were like, give the belts to him. They're like, nobody can beat us. We've proven that. And then out come the Street Profits, who are now massively over, which mm. is really good. Uh, and Street Profits took an issue with the idea that like War Raiders think nobody can beat them. They're like, well, uh, it was Montez Ford who said, like, you say that nobody can beat you, but you know, after our last match, yes, you beat us, but you know, and the fans all know that we, we probably could beat you, uh, Viking Raiders. And then Dawkins goes, if that is your real name, crowd erupted. And then, and then Roe, <laughs> Roe just threw down his, uh, his microphone. He's like, give me the belt, book the match, book the match at Regal like that. So I think I'm going to put D'Angelo Dawkins in. Yeah. For just shooting straight fire. Do you reckon Triple H wrote that line? Uh, I'd love it if he did. I'd, I'd like to think so. I would love it. If oh, he these were these I would love it. If if we they would love it. I would love it if we beat that. How I, many I, times? I'll tell, I, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> when you say things like that about the Viking Raiders, <laughs> he, went, he went down in my estimation. He's going to go to NXT and get something. <laughs> no one outside of no one who doesn't remember the Newcastle team in the mid '90s actually understands the greatest uh, promo of all time. Kevin Keegan. Kevin, Kevin Keegan, Keegan having a breakdown. <laughs> We're still fighting for that title. He's holding his headphones on with and one hand. Yeah, yeah. This giant <laughs> headphone. I, I, I tell you something. I, I would love it if we beat them. Brother. Love it. Brother. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's a good one. And your Dawkins. Yeah. I was struggling to think of one. And then I got an email. And they cheekily asked to be in the Hall of Fame. But it was so good that I had to put it in. So this is my Hall of Fame pick. Now, don't be skeptical, right? This is from uh, James from Dundee. Dear Jack and the Wrestling Hacks. I think that was... Ross always calls himself a hack. I don't... Uh, I've been a fan since dark times, and despite never having watched an episode of any wrestling show, the promos make me uncomfortable. Your shockingly comprehensive videos have kept me right on the pulse of the world of wrestling, much to the chagrin of friends and family who have zero interest at all. Today, instead of a question, I bring you an answer, the ultimate answer, the true answer to the Steiner maths problem. I took a day out of my cripplingly depressing thermodynamics revision to do this, so I hope you're happy. This is a big, long email, so just cut to the end if you don't want to read. I'll just skim through. Yeah, yeah. Um, During Steiner's diatribe, he makes two vital statements that we need to consider when calculating his odds. He is a genetic freak and isn't normal and thus has a 75% chance. Yeah. Um, I'm saying this to mean that he has a 75% chance, percent chance of any of his pin attempts being successful and a 25% chance of any pin attempt being made against him being successful. Kurt Angle knows he can't beat him and he won't even try, blah, blah. And then it just goes into like, he's got a graph. He's got like... We're going to need to flash this up on the screen. We are, yeah. We've pushed out Excel. There's like percentage chance of success, end states, K pins S, cannot happen, Kurt won't pin Scott in brackets, 50% for other stuff. Uh, never mind the N equals five, it doesn't come into it. There's an equation, percentage wrestler equals E suck wins over E suck total times 100. Where E suck? Yeah, e -suck. Success, not E suck. <laughs> I know a website. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so in plugging in the relevant numbers for Scott Steiner, we get the following, blah, blah. Which, as you can hopefully see, shows that Scott Steiner's true chances of winning the three-way sacrifice is 54.54%. What's more, the formula can also tell us that Samojo has a 27.27% chance of winning, while Kurt Angle has 18.18% chance. These values all add up to the full 100%, which makes sense, as in a match of three people, there is a 100% chance that someone in the ring will win by the end shenanigans not considered. I hope you enjoyed an insight into the mathematical hell in which I live. Please put me in the Hall of Fame. I, James from Dundee. James Maybe. from Dundee, thank you very much for working that out. But like I, when Jack was talking there, it just took me all the way back to school maths because you were reading it with all the joy of a maths teacher. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's no wonder that I am terrible with money, that I that I cannot do maths to save my life. Um, and yeah, I just I almost sort of fell asleep. Are you not very good that. at maths? I'm terrible at maths. I would have thought you were terrible. decent at maths, really. I can do ratios. I can do shooting ratios yeah. and... Uh, like Algebra. feet conversion for like uh, film, right, 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 right. to shoot on film. relevant stuff. Uh, yeah, so stuff that's relevant to what I what I studied in and stuff. But like general, general maths, like eh, I've got a calculator. Wow, that'd be fine. Fair Bang enough. it in Google. What were you good at school? Oh, you just studied. I was in the... say, I think this is what they call a cry for help. <laughs> no, <laughs> James from Dundee. Right, okay, the Zodiac Killer. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see, we've got a, a famous fan. Uh, I mean. A lot of effort. I oh, mean, yeah. Oh, God, Considering yeah. the other person that sent you an email to get in the Hall of Fame was... Which one was it? Which crappy tag team? There's so many under me now. They all blend together. Um, the the Battle Royal or Royal Rumble? Where oh, the Primo. Primo. Primo Mania. Right. Yeah, yeah. Primo Mania with the Primo Taker and... Sorry, Primo Mania was what the winner went on to face Primo after winning the Rumble. Yes. Yeah, but the best bit was of that was... One of the entrants was Epico, which was Primo in an Epico mask. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, James. The only hero in you go, oh, this is going to be crap. And it keeps like, oh, you go, oh, all right, I was wrong. But there was like vacation Primo, officer Primo, right. <laughs> stuff like that. Um, God damn it. But no, James, <laughs> Singapore. From, James from Dundee, thank you for working out that Steiner had a, a 54.54% chance of win at Sacrifice. Yes, yeah. Matthew. Even though it wasn't a problem because the, the maths he's doing are actually good, but. I don't even know who won the match. You do yours. I'm going to oh, Google Oh, well, the joke is Kurt Angle wasn't even in the match because he was so injured. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> Which is uh, why he's not even going to try. Yeah, he was right. Steiner knew. Steiner knew. Was it Kazarian, I believe? I'll yeah, Kazarian won the, what they call it, the big red cage, the Playmobil cage, Fish Price cage, got yeah. out. And is that the round one? Yeah. The Thunderdome. Yeah. Thunderdome, that's right. I don't no, even no, know that's the... what they called it. Lockdown. It was just a Thunderdome style cage. Yeah, because it the was The one round. where people were too gassed to get out of it. Homicide could not yeah, go homicide. and had to go through the, the cat flap. Yeah, and then Jeff Hardy came out and sat on it, right? Yes. Hey, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> what an amazing show that was. I'm wondering <laughs> further and further off the topic. Mine is going to be... Oh, I've dropped it. Oh, I've dropped it. Knackers. Oh, it's trying to get away. Seamless here. Colorholic. Oh, this is a throwback, this one. This is Judo a few episodes ago. Trying to episodic, like the old X-Men animated yes. series where I told the story about the Doritos. And I've been getting tweets from people. Was I here? I don't think no, I was, it was here for it was this. Oh, it wasn't an amazing Matthew. story. Yeah, because Pacini yeah. roasted me, and that's very uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you. The, I went to an airport. Where was it? In America. And they, <laughs> their Doritos, they're different colored. Like, you know, Walkers is the only yeah, one yeah. to have the blue. Anyway. Yeah. So I got it. And this is a UK Doritos. Yeah. Chili heat wave. Yeah, it's As red because hot. Uh, thank, thank you, right? I mean, yeah. I think Moses, when he was eating stuff, his his yeah. crisps were red. Yeah, so no, that's how far this goes back. And 
in America, this is this, this is a PSA as much as Hall of Fame. These are not chili heat wave in America. No, they're not. These are cool ranch. I believe. Well, or, or was it cheese? Cheese. You said it was cheese. It would make no, more sense. No, blues ranch. Blues ranch. It was flavorless yeah. to me because okay. these are full of flavor. But like, why would you full have full of fat, which is also red, like the rest of the Because <laughs> ours was like ours is like cool ranch is blue, chili yes. heat waves red, cheese is orange. Orange. Yeah. Like cheese like, is. Like all like of some, your like, right. cheese, like yeah. Cheetos, they're orange. Right. Like why? Why would you have red cheese Doritos? What's wrong with you, America? Lads, yeah. lads. Sam's with me. Sort it out. Yeah. But so then, Matthew, what did you do? When you got this unsightly bag of cheese, cheese Doritos. Oh, I can't wait to get some some chili heat wave on my way back to England. Civilization. So I went and got a refund and got some. Got a refund refund on an open bag of crisps. Because you didn't read it. That's sorry, it makes me look look very bad. But I like to think I look less bad by the fact I actually got a refund. If I didn't Uh, get one, I look like an idiot arguing with this poor woman going, We are about you, idiot. But she went, I got one. Oh, hun, I understand. That happens all the time. (laughs) Let me tell you something. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, in the world. Hard times. It's when you get the tilly. <laughs> in the Saints Museum Monument Station, the red ones are hot. What are you doing? Just this poor woman's like, uh, what's the monument? Let me tell you, how much a cut? A dollar? Yeah. <laughs> Here. <laughs> no, go away. That's a, so, you so yeah, nominating... so chili heat wave is red only in the UK. So you're nominating UK red Because obviously there's thousands wave. of people could be going to Las Vegas to what see Cody Rhodes' dog. This is a public service announcement. Right. You should have got yourself on the like the first plane to Doritos Factory because that's a very popular location. You should have exactly. took it there, dumped it on the carpet and just mushed it all in and went, make it right. Um, like when CM Punk got Paul Bearer's ashes. Yeah, basically. Ugh. <laughs> Um, Samoa Joe won the match, by the way. Scott Steiner oh. did not win. Was it Kazarian? Senior yes, it Joe. Yes. Senior Joe. Senior Joe. That's right. Senior Joe, who coincidentally lives in America, where chili heat wave is not that. So, to so I think I've hammered that home enough. And the votes this week go to either Dawkins, um, the uh, the solution of the Steiner match. Yeah, we have to think of a wacky name for that. The Steiner equation. I might just say James from Dundee. <laughs> Oh, yeah, people are going to vote for that. Yeah, not that, James. What a throwback. Dundee. <laughs> oh, re- Doritos, the real Doritos. Trademark, Chili Heatwave, trademark. Uh, who owns these? Uh, if you pro- wanna... Probably Disney by now. Yeah. If you wanna... And uh, so if you can vote for those, please go to cultaholic.com. Patreon.com. Patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. How many months? <laughs> it's been a lot. It's been like a year now. All I can think about is Doritos. Patreon.com <laughs> forward slash cultaholic. I don't even know the results for Raw. All I can think of is And now, ladies and gentlemen, the Raw and Smackdown recap. And now the Raw and Smackdown London edition, which wasn't read. Raw, the show opens with Roman as the guest on Miz TV. They cut promos on Elias and Shane, only for Shane to interrupt from the ramp. It's all a distraction. Elias and Lashley attack. I love, by the way, we get the detailed instructions this week. This because, is me, Lash- yeah, because Lashley is now affiliated with Shane, I guess. It leads to a tag match, which the faces win by DQ after Shane tries to get involved. Roman and Miz fight off to attempt to beat down because they are handsome and popular. Yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> that was... A much more entertaining summary than the events we got. Thank you know, fun. This Raw and also most of SmackDown was very just there. Mm. It wasn't necessarily. It's weird getting the difference between something that's offensively bad and just plain dull. And that yeah. was in the second. There's nothing bad about these ones. Uh, just was there. Right. So overall, uh, anything to say before we move on? Um, I just yeah, I'm the same. I mean, I you did. said it there. I, 
I'm guess... just annoyed there wasn't a ladder in this segment. There was a lot of ladders. Oh, there. there needs to be ladders in every segment. How are people going to remember that it's Money How, in the Bank? Yeah, exactly. Four like, I don't care if they're not in the match. Just um, Four times we got across the Raw and SmackDown because the men's <laughs> and women's divisions, we got people climbing up and, if that person does that on Sunday! Yeah. Yeah. I guess it builds towards... Because Richard was asking me and Sam before if the Money in the Bank card's shaping up well. And we went through the matches. We were like, actually, yeah, you got two ladder matches, Shane Mays in the cage, Roman Elias I'm not too excited mm. for, but AJ Rollins and the two Becky Lynch matches. I think it's a pretty strong card, that. Yeah, half it's all right. Okay. But... I think the other half's interesting or fun. <laughs> interesting or fun? Or fun. <laughs> yeah. take, your, take your pick. Mojo Raleigh wrestles and wins. You can oh tell my they, God. they had big hopes for this Raw and bring up the big guns for London with the wrestling debut on a brand that people actually watch he on beat, uh, Mojo Raleigh. He beat Apollo Crews in like a minute. He did. Apollo Crews landed on his leg and like tweaked his knee and then Oof. Mojo took full advantage. And, and as well, I've never understood... Like, oh, no, no, go easy on him. He's hurt himself. No. He's trying to hurt him. He wants yeah. to win his purse. So, so yeah. what's Mojo supposed to be now? A heel. Oh, what, what's his character? Yeah, what's he supposed to um, be? Employed. I don't think they know either. Because he's, he's just he's got all the, the sort of unhingedy stuff all over him. And yeah, I just I don't get it. I don't know. Maybe I, he's I, lost his hype. Duh. We need Maybe that. that's it. He needs Maybe. to go back in time and get his, his mojo. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Okay, I can yes. see that coming. <laughs> yes. Yes. Get in. Da, 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 da. Becky, Charlotte, and Lacey Evans do a contract signing. Becky emphasizes, easy for me to say, the similarities of her two opponents, both blonde, and pressure they must be feeling heading into money in the bank. Lacey can't afford to blow her first big opportunity, and Charlotte can't afford to blow her millionth. Everyone like that. That's line. a good, that's a good, yeah. well done. Yeah. No, it wasn't me, that was Becky's line. Oh, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I've just quoted it. Well done for <laughs> being honest. Oh, it's all right. Uh, the heels double team her and put her through the signing table. Michael Cole does nothing to help. He was in the ring and he just didn't know. <laughs> Becky's getting. What's he supposed to Becky's do? Michael Cole's won at WrestleMania. He beat Jerry the King. He's covered wars. He's covered it's true. War. <laughs> yeah, uh, as you said, it's yeah, the Monday Night Wars. It'll be interesting to see. I think of those matches, what the Lacey Evans Becky Lynch match is going to be like. Okay. Because Lacey Evans hasn't done much. She's had some eh, performances so far, but. Can Becky get something out of it? Can she pull Nalisha Fox? <laughs> How that hat? Um, I'm, I'm interested to see which one comes first. Because if Charlotte Becky comes first and Becky wins, I think she might lose to Lacey. And there might be shenanigans. Imagine the heat. I know. Right. I think that would work. Me too. Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of wanting it to happen. Yeah. But I, I can't tell, though, what's going to happen. They haven't said which order they're going in, have they? No. no. And they've only had, you know, eight hours of TV. Every single pay-per-view that Ross has to make predictions for, he's always like... Well, they've not released the order. If they release the order, I'd be able to get them all yeah. right. And we're like, well, Ross, that's the point. <laughs> we're not allowed to look at the order. Well, there's no, there's no order anymore. He's a born winner. Have you not seen the Hall of Fame? I know. Baron Corbin beats Ricochet clean as a whistle Aye. and then climbs the ladder because it's the go-home show and Ricochet pushes him off. Yeah. Nice. Read nice. the next bit. Oh, no, that was on SmackDown. At Sorry. least we got one ladder. No, there were so many ladders. I don't, I don't understand. There wasn't what... a ladder during the signing of the contract, was there? There should have been. There should have right. been. Just one I, in the corner. I, I don't know which match it was for. Just one in the corner. I, I don't understand why they have to... There's no one else in the ring. They're not proving anything. They're proving that they can climb a ladder. Well, that it's is a necessary skill to win in the bank. 
and think about it as well. It's it's the promo uh, package before the match. I thought they've yes, got, then they've got footage of them all on top of a ladder like celebrating. And Hello, I thought you were going to say it's the practice. Like they're just getting a bit yeah. of practice in. Like, that too, ah, you know. Mm. Rings are a bit bouncy sometimes. You've got to be able to climb. Yeah. I've never climbed a ladder in a ring. And I reckon it would be well scary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, climbing ladder like not in a ring. Yeah, it's, it's not the most comfortable thing in the world. No, no. Do you have to think that they do backstage at performance center? All right, lads, drills. Up the ladder, <laughs> down the ladder, <laughs> up the ladder. Climbing too fast. This is five minutes into a match, and now twenty minutes of the match. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> right, you've got the Dolph Ziggler power up. Go. <laughs> Alexa Bliss luggage has gone missing, so Nikki Cross takes her place in the match. Interesting character development as Nikki is calm and nice towards Alexa. Matches actually before we get to that, I actually thought that was. I think a lot of people thought that was going to be like some sort of incredible Hulk thing where she's nice and normal, and like oh, Jekyll okay. and Hyde. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There we go. And you know, someone will say something daft, like you know, Alexa goes, "You know what? I've I've seen the sugar content in Iron Brew, and I think they sh they should have been reduced, man." It's <laughs> like, like a Molly McFly chicken situation. Yes, nobody calls me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eat the cat from everyone. It looks gym. like well, she still wrestles the same. She's still all like feral mm. in the ring, but yeah, that would be great. Like. If she's, oh, who's that? Luke Gallo's character, Festus. It's like, <laughs> oh, she won the match. And you think, oh, it was a good match, yeah. Nice <laughs> performance, yeah. Uh, the match is Cross versus Dana versus Naomi versus Natalia. Nikki gets the win over Natalia, but Dana also impresses mm. in a big crossbody of a ladder at one point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and in that new story about Triple H uh, being dissatisfied with Vince and stuff, one of the little details buried in amongst all of the other ones was that everyone reckons Dana's the hardest working person. Like, she's always in the performance center, always trying to get better. And I feel bad for any time I've ever slugged her off. Oh, uh. I don't. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it was weird because she did that one promo against Becky Lynch and they'll build up to WrestleMania that I think that we just saw as well. You know, we need somebody to do something this week. And she went out and said it. And yeah. it was actually. No, it was on Ronda. Was it? The one where she's like, I'm not a household name like you. That one. Oh, see, I didn't like. Didn't it, you just say you apologised? <laughs> oh, I, I, it. that lasted less than a minute. So days he's, since he's I'm honest tomorrow. Days since slugging off Dana Brooke. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they did that, and it was actually somebody went, "Yeah, that was all right, actually." And so when they did the battle royal at WrestleMania, the word Dana Brooke Chansey. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think she has got, she can actually do some of it. Because, oh, sorry, we can't all be, you know, athletic and go mm. against the grain. Someone was like, like I, think, I think that's what she said. Yeah. Maybe my brain's just filling the gaps. Oh, we can't all be like, yeah, born and raised for right. this sort of stuff. Although Dana is athletic, though. Yeah. She's got that in her locker. She she's can, an ex powerlifter. Yeah, yeah. And she does that flip when she yeah. does her entrance. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, fair play to her. Uh, but she didn't win the match. <laughs> yeah. Well. Enough said. Nikki helps Alexa retrieve the briefcase after the match, but the highlight of this and also of Raw was someone mentioned that Nikki Cross is from Scotland and Corey Graves got a really quick, yeah, just up the road. Oh, oh did he? Oh, get in. Didn't see enough about that. Oh, one. very good from Corey, that. Cesaro implies that Dominic looks like, oh, so looks more like Samoa Joe than Ray. Cesaro versus Ray follows. It's probably the match that, yes, it was, match of the night and Ray won. Ray is not the father of Dominic. No. Eddie Guerrero is. Legally. With oh, being yeah. through this. Hang on, yeah. He had Wait. a t-shirt that said, I'm the puppy. <laughs> did it not, that means he was telling the truth. Did it not, re did it not like get retconned later on that it was It did, Ray. but I'm going to bring it up to be a dick. Because <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, he's fully grown and everything. It's like, well, they're supposed to do like years later, like, oh, yeah, you're not really my son. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that Cesaro... Yeah, that was fake. I'm sure could. I'm hoping that now Sheamus is injured that Cesaro... I think I'm, I'm, I agree that Cesaro should have lost this one because Ray's got a match on Sunday, but I want 
Cesaro to get a push. I know it's not the most yeah. unique opinion out there, but I just right. come on now. He's, he's so been good. one of the most asked for things on every wrestling fan's Christmas list for years. He's now. so good. He's just yeah. so good. Yeah. Yeah. I think this this was a match that we're gonna forget about the results and just be like they looked at the schedule and went Baron mm. Corbin's gone now. Yeah, we need a good match. Like <laughs> we just have Cesaro and Ray do some stuff and when, worry about later. Whenever we went through um before I think it was in the run run up to SummerSlam uh, before some of the big WWE shows we do like conference calls we get invited to where like you get asked the wrestlers questions well and stuff. not after this once we've heard <laughs> about Dana Brooke every single one every single wrestler who gets asked from anyone in the conference call who do you think uh, deserves more of an opportunity they were like 90% of the time they go oh Cesaro Claudio he deserves it so much everyone in the locker room loves him as well give him a push nah okay alright fair enough Bray Wyatt shows finally get all horrific and creepy. Hor- finally get all horrific and creepy. Well, like overtly weeks. horrific. Yeah, and it's creepy. got it's got outwardly creepy. Yeah. He debuts a clown slash Slipknot style mask and designed by Ray Mangini. Yeah, the guy who uh, is famous for hell of a lot of horror films yep. uh, and all of the famous, most iconic horror film looks. Um, and yeah, he actually designs, well, his team designed Slipknot, uh, Slipknot's masks. They have. Oh, it is actually a Slipknot. Of albums. It's so, the same yeah. name. So, just to get this right, sorry, I thought it was Tom Savini. Is it Tom? Oh, it's Tom Savini. Yeah, Jesus, who am I thinking of? What I don't know. You said a name that was Ray almost Mangini. like... Ray Mangini. It like, does rhyme with Tom Savini. I'm sure Ray Mangini's like a drummer for like... So it's Ty Partner. Yeah. No, Tom Savini, Meanie. yeah, bloody hell. Did, yeah. the, 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 Tom Savini, not Ray Mangini. Uh, so he's like Tom an Savini. iconic horror name. Yeah, like he's, uh, yeah, like okay. a full-on... Oh, I mean, he did, because he was in Vietnam, so afterwards he used the experience of that to see how to make a, oh a my cut God. or wound look. Yeah. Oh, oh so I'll go through the entire history of this, but um, oh, so many things. He was in Maniac. Was he, yeah. he famously uh, played the guy who then did the makeup of getting his head blown off with a shotgun. Right. So you look at him, and then it cuts to... He's like, huh? And it cuts to him in the makeup, shooting his own head off with a shotgun. <laughs> so, amazing. And he played the guy with the gun dick in From Dust Till Dawn. So a very talented individual. And so, yeah, and he did this, and that's nice. Uh, I like the, the filter and everything. It did look like Twisted Metal to me. Oh, yeah. the game. Which I think yeah. is almost uh, as old as... The people watching this, the majority, if we've seen if the not older. I never had right. it. Yeah. I played it on a demo disc. Remember, you get a demo disc with magazines. Yeah. I played it on one of those. Was it a bit too much for you? No, I just so never your parents walk it, in and go, so... "That's too violent for you." No, my parents were quite liberal. Ooh, an ice cream van. What's going on there? Yeah. No, Jack. No, I wasn't. No, Helen and Graham let me. They didn't let me do what I want. They were, I had a good childhood, is what I'm saying. Good boundaries. <laughs> they never let me do what I want, but I did it anyway because if they even tried never. to tell me off, I. Well, I'm from Jarrow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember that Rage Against the Machine song. And <laughs> uh, yeah, so. It's like again if they do almost like the Nicky Cross thing we're speculating about where yeah. he comes out like hi kids yeah and someone hits him he's just like mm. but yeah again Bray Wyatt the highlight of the show which I did not expect myself to be saying last few years I can't wait to see who he feuds with first yeah I'll be Mojo Raleigh <laughs> he's representing Slipknot and then Mojo's doing Mudvayne <laughs> main event Sami Zayn defeats Braun Strowman in a false count anywhere match with lots of help from the baddies Drew and Corbin this means that Sammy will take Braun's place in Money in the Bank. Good, because he can jump off things. Yeah, he can do a lot more exciting stuff. Scar and up the ladder. <laughs> yeah, Braun won't win it this year anyway, so... Yeah, he won it last year. Yeah. I actually thought that Braun had the most chance of winning yeah, of really? all those guys, yeah. which proves I know nothing about wrestling after all these years. But I think Braun's going to come out and cost Sammy in some way, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see that. The, at first I was like, oh, this is crap, because they're both interfering. It was Drew and... Uh, Corbin, who interfered to help yep. him beat him. But then I thought, you know what, it does make sense because they know how much of a threat Strowman is. They'll want him to lose the match. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh- 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. That makes sense. Smackdown show again opens with Roman and Miz. Wild card rule, bitches. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, I hate the wild card. Rule. With a gun to my head, I couldn't have told you who was on which brand. I can't work out who's on which brand anymore. It no. doesn't matter anymore. No, it doesn't matter. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Shane and Elias interrupt. Shane bans Miz from the building, sets up a four on three handicap match later on. Shane, Elias, Brian, and Rowan versus the Reigns and the Usos. The baddies. The Reigns and the Usos. That's what it <laughs> the says. The Reigns yeah. brothers, did I? Yes. <laughs> Damn it, I was <laughs> mocking you as well. <laughs> the reins. <laughs> oh, damn, I'm so sorry. Don't, sorry, you insult yourself any day of the week, pal. <laughs> and yeah, again, just a match. Whatever. Uh, you listening to the crowd, and they sound weird to you. Because to me, know. it sounded like they'd try to adjust the crowd as much as possible to get the reactions they wanted. Because there were yeah. some really obviously faked inputted crowd noises like right. during the press conference I thought really and it didn't really sound like usual UK crowd you get there was a Roman Ra- there was there a was lot a- of like yahooing and whoop and <laughs> all these American noises yeah it was like yay like random bits and like no <laughs> there was a there was a Roman Reigns hype package I can't remember if it was on Smackdown or Raw which really really lied about his history like at WrestleMania 32, he pins Triple H. It like cuts to everyone going like, "Yeah, I was there." We could it go wasn't. home it now. Wasn't. It was oh. the loudest, most horrible <laughs> sound. It was one of the worst received main events in WrestleMania history. Maybe you the worst. God, yeah. 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 Next People were singing Triple like, H versus Randy Orton next time in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Andrade wins a fun four-way match over Bala, Ali, and Orton. It was a fun match. He climbs a ladder, but Ricochet runs in and springboards onto it before knocking him off and grabbing the case. Has Trevor You're got to be really on every cool, ladder? mate. Well done. Has Trevor got to be on every ladder? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Tre- the Trevor, that's what he does. It's Trevor, man. Um, yeah, Trevor. Put, that's his name. Ricochet's name's Trevor. Oh. This guy's a gangster. His real name is Clarence. And Clarence's parents have a... Re- right, sorry. That was nice. Thank you. Oh, at least there was a ladder in this segment, though. <laughs> it's eight mile. When Eminem exposes the other guy. Page arrives and says, Asuka and Carrie Page Sane here. And now, the Kabuki Warriors. Mm. They defeat Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, and I, like other people, started kicking off, assuming that this was uh, old man Vince going, I got it! <laughs> Kabuki! <laughs> uh, but apparently, the reports were saying that Asuka and Carrie Sane suggested it themselves. Yeah, Page said that. Um, 
their big jackets being inspired well, by the Kabugi look. It's time to shout out once again, uh, Chad. Uh, Chad, our too mate, bad. Our mate from Tokyo, who um, very kindly helped us with some translation and stuff over there when we went over there. Great guy, very nice guy. And uh, he DM'd me when this happened, and I read it the next morning. And he basically, at first, went Kabuki's like a reference to like male warriors from that time or whatever they are. And I was like, so he's like, it makes no sense. It's almost as stupid as the Viking experience. Then he corrected himself because Asker did a tweet explaining that actually uh, Kabuki can also mean an oddball of society. It's like an eccentric, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. So he was like, Never mind, listen to Asuka, not me. I was right. like, cheers, Chad, for your honesty, mate. Yeah, because I thought Kabuki were like white. I understood it was the people that would like, almost narrate a story. And it was okay. how they were telling it with the face paint and the things and the dances and stuff like that. But then, you know, film came along and killed it for them. Um, <laughs> but it's obviously the influence is still Video there. Video killed the Kabuki warrior. Video <laughs> killed Kabuki, oh, man. Uh, but yeah, fair enough. Uh, so... Well, all quick to kick off. It's like, oh, oh, we're wrong. Well, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, I guess it works. But we do get Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville look like they're not getting along. Because it's been a while ground. since we've had a female tag team look like Mandy. they're not getting along. So we hope for this feud to hopefully blow off at WrestleMania 48. <laughs> Final segment is a promo between Kofi and Owens, which eventually escalates into a brawl. Zayn runs down to help KO. Oh, yeah. Getting rid of that the little boys plot Boys are back line. in town. Woods runs down to help Kofi, and the baby faces eventually stand tall. Mm. And that's, yeah, that was SmackDown. Yeah, felt it like happened. A, felt a bit, as you said before, these felt a bit uneventful for a go-home show. But again, it's moving the bank. There Outside wasn't of climbing even, the ladder, there's not a lot you can do. Uh, but there wasn't even so. a ladder in that main bit with Kofi and Owens. But they're not in the... Doesn't matter. Oh, you're right. Should just be a ladder in the corner of the ring. He should have said, Money in the bank. The money's gonna be your head. What they should do, what they should do is yeah, set yeah, up a ladder in, in like the aisle uh, and like basically charge people $15 a pop to climb the ladder so they can experience it themselves. Yeah. WWE, uh, you know, I'll check in the mail to me, come on for this. Um, and people can climb the ladder and pay so that they understand money in the bank more. And then it means we don't have to see it all the time on the shows. Just do that. I'm glad that you got that all out. I'm confused. I'm confused. Just no, because Steiner has. No, uh, no. Yeah, no. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, NXT UK, some stuff happened that didn't matter. And also, the <laughs> thing that does matter, Ilya Dragunov, the bandwagon starts now, because none of those people there made a fucking noise. You weren't there in night two of... <laughs> exactly. I didn't realize, like, Ilya Dragunov, he's made some appearances in the UK uh, indies and also Progress, and then didn't show up for the spring break. I don't know, I don't know why that was. Uh, but, yeah, I think he's predominantly a dub X dub feature, so... There wasn't that much crossover, as it turns out, from the UK mm. fans. But don't worry. Once he starts getting into second, third gear, you'll be buying these shirts. Well, not these shirts, because I'm not sure we sell them anymore. But shirts. He is wicked. The horrible very, shirts. Very good. The horrible WE-designed shirts that will come out that will look awful. They'll have back print. It'll be amazing. <laughs> he had a... From Earl or Dave Hebner, my yeah. Have yeah, we saw him have a class match at Wembley for progress against yeah. Pete Dunne. That's right. It was wicked. Um, He's literally brought in as, like, the next up Lesnar. The only problem is that you could tell... This was during... Pete Dunne just didn't lose at the time. So we knew yeah. that he was losing. But the good thing was in the match, there were some little moments where I thought, ooh. Cause, and that's the sign of a really good match because even though we knew Pete Dunne was going to win, it, it, it seemed yeah. in doubt for a little while. So I thought that was Pachi walking past there, but it was Richard. I thought, you're on Turkey. What are you doing, man? <laughs> uh, there was Forgot also 205 Live, Liguero took on Tony Nese in the main event. That was a really <laughs> nice match. So, that was good. Yeah. And 
Davari swerve because he did a little video saying, ha I'm not I'm there. I'm in America. And then he turned up at the end, yeah. But um, no, it was nice to see Ligero in the main event. It was nice to see some aspects of sort of more traditional British comedy indie wrestling also featured in it, which was quite nice. Yeah. So, Harking back to the days of Legs and Kirby, you said. <laughs> Uh, a little oh. bit, yeah. Not, not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. Just, just like, yeah. You said, no, way. what was the one thing you said? There was an exchange of like one falls. There was an exchange of one falls back and forth that what? reminded me a lot what? of their matches. But they weren't, yeah. they weren't like pouring water on each other. and. No, they did shake <laughs> it they like They like broke all these, <laughs> these one falls and uh, shook hands. And okay. Then, and then a little nature was in the corner. So just to make sure he wasn't left out, they went and shook his hand. Oh, that's him. very, oh, yeah. that's well, the sport that. Um, and I did a tweet about a. Uh, Oh, can you believe it? They've shortened another foreigner's name. Yeah, Ligero. it's been Ligero for ages, mate. <laughs> and no one got it. And I went, oh, I believe he's, he's learned, uh, learned English really well. Because apparently Andrade asked, um, what do you need to get a push? And Vince went, learn English. Got, got so a... he learned English and said, how do I get a push? I don't get that because he's got a manager in his class. Yeah. I don't understand. But anyway. But yeah, then hundreds of people retweet. We got, he's, he's been, and he's from Leeds, mate. I'm like, <laughs> always on fire. And what else has happened this week in wrestling? Is that uh, it? Best of the Super Juniors has been ongoing. Bosja. Um, El Fantasma has just been giving the finger to... Children everywhere. Just like infants, yeah. Just going, getting like, Will Ospreay well riled going up. Going for little high fives and that, and then just going, hey! I'm he shook this one kid's <laughs> hand for, <laughs> like, <laughs> for like two or three yes. seconds and then went... No, oh. yeah. Um, he's, uh, he's been putting in some good performances. Um, the best match, though, so far in everyone's pretty much unanimous opinion, was Sho from Rapongi 3K mm. against uh, Shingo Takagi. And everyone's been going like, that was insane. And now I feel really bad for Yo, because it's looking maybe like he'll end up being the Janetti of the team. It's way too early to say, but Sho looks class. I've always preferred Sho. I preferred Yo and I look like a dick. Yep. So <laughs> there we go. They're both wholesome. Sho has dyed his hair black, because so you know what? he's serious. Yeah, Yo has, Yo oh, has no. a stronger background in uh, amateur wrestling, though. So I think he'll. I don't think he's going to ever be like a Janetti, but he's not going to be the most immediately successful one. I think out of the two. So he's going to win the IC belt at some point, hopefully. Potentially, yeah. yes. Go on, yo, get over there. <laughs> and also, nearly forgot because it was a few days ago now, the Tom McGee versus Bret Hart oh, match. Oh, Beautiful. Hi. And again, I'll I'll translate for the people who speak young. Uh, this match is a match that has been going around for years and speculated that it's Vince a myth. Man, yeah, yeah the, literally a myth, a legend that. Basically, half because you couldn't see it, you yeah. just heard about it. The fact that Bret Hart made this guy, this generic muscle dude in the era, there were plenty of them, look like the next Hogan. Yeah. And he watched it, and yeah, it just looked very good. And he's, do, he's doing the flips he was pulling off. He's more agile off. than I yeah. thought, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and the match was, it was what it was. He was never going to live up to the hype, but it was like, oh yeah, great carry job. Yeah. It hurt from a lack of, you know, references to see how bad he was without Bret, but still did what it did. The documentary they did was great just to see all I these wrestlers that. basically and almost fanboying about that aspect of tape yeah. trading. They were nerding yeah. out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like Cassius Sono famously would tape yeah. trade, like get UK stuff when no one else does. So it was busting out all these World of Sport mm. bits in yeah. America. And they go, what the hell is that? And also Sam Roberts got to talk about stuff and trading tapes and getting all the live footage. Yeah. And then Dave Meltzer wasn't happy. He's like, ah, this fake fanboy. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> good times. Because you want to see people getting at it, the tape traders hate <laughs> each other. Oh, it's amazing. So it was good to see that on a big screen. Tom McGee seemed like a really nice bloke. Yeah, he came off looking yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was, well, that was I've, the Bret Hart match. No, like. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. yeah, I thought it was interesting. But it was totally because they're doing it at StarCast. And they wanted yes. to do it in their Oh, yeah. 100%. But at the same time, though, it's like. It's yeah, their property. It is their property. Yeah. It's like, all right, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, comrade. I, I couldn't true. understand with Twitter, everybody kicking off like, I can't believe they're doing this. They own it. 
Like they can do what they want yeah. with it. They could take that tape and burn it. Yeah. Like they could do whatever they want with it. Imagine if they'd done that. Just <laughs> as a heel segment for Vince. I hold in my hand. Tom oh, McGee. Holy <laughs> What is the fate of Tom McGee? <laughs> the fate to have, of Tom McGee oh, is in oh, my hands. No. They've got they've got Tom McGee versus Bret Hart on a pole, and the babyface <laughs> has to get it, and he saves him if it wins. Oh, and it yeah. breaks. Yeah, it, he, goes, he gets he gets so close to it, he's about to get it, and then it bursts into flames, and it's Vince with this little button. Yeah, yeah. There, was, there was no chance. Bret Hart, how are you feeling after seeing Tom McGee match? Frustrated, frustrated <laughs> is the goddamn. <laughs> so let's have a run in our mail bags. <laughs> Before I got in the mailbag, another thing to add to that was also Harry Smith talking about, non, very nonchalantly, about how Bret Hart would watch. Would his, show Bret his, Hart matches at the Bret Hart, Bret Hart His Bret Hart impression was great, though. Yeah, it was. The yeah. Bret Hart impression. Yeah, it was so good. Hey, turn the sausages over, Harry. You ever seen Canadian Stampede? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, if I was Bret Hart, I'd watch my matches as well. Jeez. Mailbag time. Boom. Hello, lads, and Jack. <laughs> I first started watching wrestling in 2011 uh, when I was 10, and I immediately got pulled in by the CM Punk and John Cena storyline story so much that I convinced my parents to take me to Money in the Bank 2011 as my first wrestling show. But being a 10-year-old, I cheered for Cena to beat Punk and save the WWE. Looking back yes. on it now as the smart guy I am today, I totally would have cheered for Punk instead. So my question to you is, what's one star on our feud that you felt like, in hindsight, you cheered for the wrong person? Keep up the great content. Alex F. from Chicago. Presumably related to Axel F. I've, from Beverly uh, <laughs> Hills. I've, That's I've a good question. I've got one, I think, just oh, because uh, like I was a complete little mark at the time. Uh, I cheered for WCW throughout the entire invasion because I wanted it so badly in my heart just to see what would happen if it was able to continue on as its own brand or do something like that. And you were and a WCW kid first. Yeah, so but like... You'd have been like... I, I cheered for that, so <clears> I, I wanted them. But like in hindsight, I'm like, oh God, you little mark. I just want to give myself a slap. No, I like that. Yeah. No. I mean, who was it? Bob Holly wouldn't have liked that because no. he famously ripped off that totally legit fans t-shirt when he was wearing it. <laughs> oh, you're wearing a WCW t-shirt. Um, I like that. That's a good one though. <laughs> I think because it's a weird question because I get what you're saying, but at the same time, it's like, well, it's, Haha, it's didn't the, you feel foolish for cheering it? Well, no, you're supposed to. I don't it's think that's less like... the invasion angle, more the more the Survivor mm. Series match. I think that was the mm. that was the one where I was like, God, because they made it like you... they they hyped up that yeah. last match. But I, I remember that it broke my heart anyway because halfway through that match or just before that match, they ran an advert for the next string of WWF house shows, which just ruined the ending of the entire pay per view. Right. But. Um, mine would be like any Triple H match from the early 2000s when he was so evil. But just because I liked oh. him and I played as him on Attitude on the Nintendo 64, yeah. he was my guy. Really? Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, he was my guy. And and looking back, you obviously want... And all the kids at school prefer The Rock and Austin, obviously. And I'd be like, Triple H, sucker. And just I'd like a little dick. <laughs> <laughs> and like... And um, yeah, I think... I think Part of it was that I related to Triple H more as well because the popular lads and the lads who were good at football. The only requisite to be popular at school at that age was to be good at football, and I'm not. Um, they all liked Austin and Stone Cold, so I was like, well, Triple H is my guy then. But looking back, why would you want Triple H to win? He's, he's the evil one. Hmm. He ran over Stone Cold. I don't know. No, Rikishi did. Yeah. He was just the, the man behind the car. That's right. Give Pushing it. Push. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, have you got one? 
thinking as you're talking about this, I'm going through wrestling memories about times I cheered for the wrong one, but... You wanted Iceman to win that deathmatch tournament we went to. That was the correct decision. My dad's gardener. <laughs> yeah. Do you see the promo Sweet. he did on Facebook? A promo, no? He did a promo. He's wrestling Big Joe soon. He's, he's still a, wrestling. He's in a van. God. He's in a van. Someone's in the passenger seat. He's like, I'm at work. How do I get myself into these scrapes, man? I'm going to be retired. <laughs> really? And he goes like, look in the back. There's chainsaws. There's hedge trimmers. I might bring them along. It's <laughs> so good. They haven't got a venue sorted out, have they? I don't know. They're going, to do it, they're going to wrestle in his van. Avalanche, for those who don't Jeez. know, is a, a guy in his mid-40s. Uh, Iceman. Uh, what? You said Avalanche. Oh, hi. Where have I got that from? He's the know. WXW. We were talking about WXW. Yes. For those who don't know, Iceman is... Oh, Avalanche, Ice, Snow. I think I went there in my mind. Yeah. No, that, that does make sense. I'll allow it. Avalanche is a big lad in his mid-40s who is a deathmatch legend, apparently, and is also Matthew's dad's gardener. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Both of those... T- he's not allegedly a legend. Oh, sorry. He is a deathmatch legend. Thank you. A Euro- a, in Europe, not just in the UK. That's right. Wow. And, and, and his last ever WXW match was the retirement tour. Wait, he made no, the Ava- German... Is this Avalanche or is this Iceman? No, this is Iceman. Iceman's been in WXW? Yeah. What? Yeah, because he was... do the, the hardcore stuff. Right, right, right. the last few years, it's like yeah. doing the, the proper... Whatever yeah. you want to call it. And he made the crowd sing along going... Again, the German crowd go, sing along my song, Dragon Isu is a Straub. <laughs> yes! All these Germans yes, going, Dragon oh Isu God. is a Straub. Oh, that's the best thing I've ever heard. It's, a t- it's, a totally, it's, oh. only gonna, it's only gonna make us laugh. People are gonna be like, what on earth are they talking yeah. about? But that's the best Dragon thing. Dragon Isu. Oh my God. I need a message <laughs> Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I was like, well, what? I went back and watched it. Oh, the same the question the Germans had. Um, Sorry, that's just the fact I don't have an answer, so... You, you did a much co- better job than I did there. I've been called a strobe so many times by the lads. Have you? Liam Slater called me a strobe oh. once. I was like, I'm not even a wrestler, Liam. Yeah. You know what I'm doing? You're, can, not, you're not even a strobe. I can bump. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at football. <laughs> Hi, Mafu and the other guys. Oh, that's nice. I wanted to ask you about your opinion on blading. I myself enjoy the added drama through the use of blood, but my friend, who is more into flippy athletic wrestling, brought up a good point. He is a doctor and said he can, under no circumstance, support another person self-mutilating themselves for his enjoyment. That's fair enough. We both, we both know that they do it in a mostly safe way, but still, I think he has a point, because every new person who wants to get into wrestling would need to draw blood to get over, so you would force people into that habit. What do you think about that? Alex from Austria. Oh. Uh, I, I don't think you've got to draw blood. You don't ever have to blade. Um, like to get into wrestling or to get yourself over. Um, and I think in instances in which um, you are required, well, it's never a requirement to blade, but instances in which uh, a promoter would like you to blade, you're usually asked uh, by the promoter. And it's usually a situation of, are you comfortable doing this? Yes or no. And if you say no, it's fine. But like, I think... But then I get what he's saying then. Yeah, you're not like asked, asked. But then if... It's that guy does, and he's at the top, and you want to get that position. Yeah, yeah. so there's this sort of, I guess, it depends, because wrestling's moved so far away from that style in terms of the mainstream. I smile. Like, <laughs> but in terms of like the mainstream product, it, it's very rare that you will see any form of blading these days. It's heavily punishable by WWE. Um, and I think most of the companies would frown upon it at a top level unless the feud really really required it but i think if you go hard way uh it's it's the similar sort of thing you're asking somebody to hit you so hard you bleed so um i i I don't know i think like there is a place for blading um 
and obviously there are a lot of risks with other people's blood and um, things that can pass through blood. Um, but provided it's done safely I, and it's done at the culmination of a feud between two wrestlers in a vicious manner, um, and it's like maybe a cage match, something like that, I can I can appreciate that aspect of of blading and, and bleeding for the match and to really give it that extra little bit. But it's not like a commonplace thing anymore and it's it's not really a requirement. So mm. I, I'm... That was a big, yeah. well-thought-out answer. answer. Well done. You can tell you haven't seen this before we have the questions. I'm going to go with what Nigel McGuinness is talking about. <laughs> I'm feeling insecure, I'm sorry. Um, I think Nigel McGuinness has expressed it and said it well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it does make the match look really good and all this and blah, 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 blah. blah. But yeah, there's so many of the negatives yes. that they outweigh yeah. it. Um, plus, to me, was able to transition from, you know, a tumultuous, it's a good word. Tumultuous? Tumultuous. tumultuous. There you go. Even better word. A uh, period where they weren't sure what direction they're going into, and they went, oh, wait, we've got the PG version. We actually make a lot more money. Yeah, yeah. let's stick with that. <clears throat> so, them getting rid of money obviously makes that. Uh, less chance of uh, contracting anything or spreading anything. Yeah. And yeah, and obviously, this, what this guy's putting, yeah, not, hey, Nudge, yeah. nudge, make this match look good. Oh, well, better hack me head off. I think <coughs> so. I don't miss it. It's it's weird when people say, "Oh, the cage match needs blood." I'm like, nah, I didn't even realize it until you said it. Yeah. Uh, I think that it can be compared in a like to a more minor version of the chair shot of the head because yeah. that's obviously not on now. Like no one, everyone, everyone fronts upon a chair shot of the head. But at the time, it was like there's it was a, a, it's, it gave a certain thing to a hardcore match, like just bang, and, and, but like. I don't miss them because the the side effects are so mm. bad. I don't yeah. think Bladen's as severe, obviously, but, but I do they see could the point. Be if yeah, you get a, went you know, wrong. Sta- a staph infection or whatever. Yeah, or hepatitis. Hepatitis. There was a. Or you see old wrestlers with like the he- foreheads just like carved up and that. I mean, Devon uh, Dudley's head yeah. looks like Abdullah the Butcher can hold quarters in his right. Right. Was his only only move was that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think yeah, positives outweigh the negatives. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, three. Hey gang. Oh, sorry. This this email is one of my favorite ones we've ever received because it's from either a shoot, <laughs> a real teenage girl or someone role playing as a teenage oh, girl. We're Just getting the cap- way, oh, it's, it'll be James Charles. The then. way that hey. <laughs> oh, he's done it. He's made a reference. It's the talk of the town. Hey. Um, so the, the before this, the subject line in the email was oh, yee, yee. that was the subject line. It was what yee yee, which yee, I yee. think hey, given, yee, hey, given, yee. given their first line of the email, I think is meant to be said in like a SoundCloud rap way, like yee yee. Like, oh, good. I will definitely know how to read this. <laughs> I, I think it was, it was more like yee yee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh yee. All right. I nearly said the thing that blood gangster members do at the start of their songs. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Okay. Hey, gang, gang. <laughs> Anyway, that's what... Okay, bear with me here. Um, I'm very cool. My best friend, Gabby, sometimes comes over to my house and sometimes ends up watching wrestling, which she's actually started to enjoy, thanks to me and that one Scooby-Doo special. (laughs) Hey, that was good. I'm talking that was good. Because me and my friend like, oh, Scooby-Doo episode. This is really stupid. That joke's making me worry that it's not a legit teenage girl because that was a bit too... A bit too niche. A bit too... A bit Uh. too, like... um, I just think it's Forcefully a bit too funny. like cynic, like uh, pardon that Scooby Doo, yeah. but like yeah. Well, everyone's oh, I'm too cool. Yeah, the only way you could have found that Scooby Doo special if you were a WWE fan before. Oh, that's true. Land Did, on WWE your WWE own the rights to Scooby Doo now, and what? and, and oh, oh, they just got the license on it because they do all of the specials now for stuff like that. They did Surf's Up, they did all sorts of stuff. I think they. No, I don't think they own the, the, the rights. I think they must have some sort of license on it though, because yeah. they keep doing the specials. It's mental. But do you ever see the Scooby Doo special? No, because it starts off with. 
Is this Miz the WrestleMania one? And he's listening to music. And he's going, who's awesome? I'm awesome. Who's on? Everyone, mate, we're going, okay, that was funny. <laughs> so we started doing that when we were doing exercise together. It's probably accurate as well. Anyway, and I've also been telling her about indie guys I like and are cool and whatever. With <laughs> yeah. with whatever. Right. I went, I, I went to the Lol recent that. Ring of Honor tapings in Illinois and got a picture with Evil and Sonata. They signed my L.I.J. Oh, Lidge. L.I.J. Lidge. Yeah, I'm going to say Lidge. Shoe. And Evil had a sweater over his singlet. Mine, probably cold. I posted this on my Instagram and Gabby commented, where are his pants? <laughs> then, looks like I'm going for a swim. I don't get this. Chun-Li by Nicki Minaj reference. I don't know the song, but I'm sure it's great. I know the Street Fighter character. She also refers to Kofi as Lil Uzi. Kofi and this rapper called Lil Uzi Vert both have dreadlocks. Uh-huh. Anyway. My question is, when is one time that someone was interested in wrestling with you, even if they're not fans? Thank you. I, Yorna, from Chicago. And she even put how to pronounce her name because she oh, knew. Oh, damn it. You meant, <laughs> shut up. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. Matthew's been practicing reading names. I just thought that. I thought it was a good question, but it just sort of tickled me, the whole, like, yee-yee, gang-gang, whatever. I was like, we're down with the kids. We can answer this question. Yes, we are down with the kids. Stay in school. Yeah. Beauty school drop. You always oh, have a Greece reference. What have I done? You have lots of fun with a library card. Um, what's he, what's he, what's he Arthur, done there? It's the Arthur song, isn't it? <coughs> it is an Arthur song, yeah. That's not how it goes exactly. I'm no, Speaking of Arthur, yeah. you're the news. Oh, Arthur. yeah. The, yeah, the news is Arthur's still on TV. Yeah. <laughs> Season 22. Who knew that? <laughs> Wait, wait a minute, there's, there's new episodes of Arthur? <laughs> yeah. I was sure, the last thing I'd heard about Arthur is they tried to do it in 3D and it was really bad. Like, they try to do, like, a wow. 3D animation Every version. day when you're walking down and along the street. <laughs> Everyone says, Yee yee! It's gonna be a lovely day. Um, I'm so sorry. My question is, when is one Thank time... Thank you, though, because if Ross was here, him and Matthew would have just gone, I, whatever. <laughs> yeah, right? Cheers. Thanks for... I feel like Tom McGee and your Bret Hart. <laughs> oh, stunning. Jekyll, Jekyll, Hyde, Jekyll, Hyde, Hyde, Jekyll. <laughs> Jekyll, Jekyll, Hyde, Jekyll, Hyde. So, when is one time that Tom was interested in wrestling with you, even if they're not fans? Uh, P.S. The teacher and Arthur is now gay. Um, That's not... <laughs> it is. just can't see it. I've got one. Well, there's there's stuff that you see in, like... I don't want to sound like... It's some really old now, but meme culture that comes up, like Excited Vince, when someone will bring that up. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Steiner Math has come up a few times with people who aren't wrestling fans. So, but I think, but I think the question ones. is like, have you been watching wrestling with someone oh, sorry, who like? Yeah, even if they're not fans. Oh, I guess it was more open than that. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Because um, I do have one that is when I was watching wrestling with my mate, and he and he's not a wrestling fan, and he loved a bit of it. What bit did he love? Royal Rumble 2016, uh, Owens and Ambrose, yeah. Last Man Standing match. Yeah. And I experienced with it. It was like watching a lamb being born. It was like his first ever pop. <laughs> it was his first pop. It was like my mate's first wow. pop. Um, shout out to Tom. He doesn't watch it. Anyway, um, so it's the bit where... So they set up a table on the outside. Then they go and do yeah. some more stuff. I, I know the table's still there because I've watched a bit. I've watched one or two wrestling matches before. Um, and then later on, Kevin Owens climbs up on the turnbuckle. Ambrose pushes him off forwards and he does a front flip and lands on the tables. I think there might be two. And um, that's the end of the match. And when it happened, my mate went, he like, not only did he have his first ever pop, but he also explained it as it was happening. He was like, oh, I got really excited there. I forgot that that was there. <laughs> I was like, yes, I know. That's the point. Yeah, well done. That's, that's quite nice. But he didn't, he didn't become a wrestling fan off the back of it. This is Tom who once said that CM Punk looks like a great laugh on a night out. 
Oh, it's like, well, I don't know about that. Well, we'll find out <laughs> in Las Vegas. Well, don't offer him a beer. He'll know us. What? Hey, alcoholic dude. <laughs> we'll go for a Diet Pepsi or whatever. Um, when I went to last Newcastle House show, I went, he was... No, I'm telling a lie. Anyway, it was the one with Pac. Okay. I'm still there. And there were lots of bored adults there with their kids. And it was me and my mates for you guys. And we were like, yay! And then everyone would look at us like, we're freaks. We're like, oh, okay. So it wasn't great. <laughs> But one of the highlights was Warren Nevs got the top rope to get ready to do his thing. And there's a woman next to me, she's reading a, new, a newspaper. Copy the Metro. Bored out of a score. Like, and I went, like and I went, Patterson at the ref pro. Oh, you just, just like, whatever. Like, you can hear noise in the background, she doesn't care. Then I went, oh, sorry to interrupt you, but you might want to see this bit. This bit's going to be cool. And she went, huh? And she was just like, hmm? Like the bonding gold, the, the garden bond. The Garden Golden Eye. Doing, yeah, well, yeah. That when he's in the toilet speaking cubicle. English. So she can, it cans up, does the red arrow, yeah. and she goes, wow, that was quite good. And she goes, how did you know he was going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> did, he, did, you, did, she, did he then tell her he was from, like, Cromming or wherever he's from? He's from like, he's nah, from, like, she like, said Newcastle. Where's he from? I thought I he was know, from... He, I thought he was from, like, Roland's Gill. I don't know where he's from. I got to Wall's End, so I don't know where he's from. Oh, maybe he's from Wall's End. No one knows where he's from. I, uh, Time side. I don't really have any. Like, I think I, I've only ever really watched wrestling with people that are like a family. I grew up like my my entire family watched wrestling. Um, Sam's not a wrestling mug, a wrestling mudblood like like I am. Like, I just sort of I, I never really watched it without when I was younger watching it with my siblings. Uh, the only time the like I watched wrestling with people that never seen it before was uh, there was one. We wound up somewhere after after a party at uni or a night out. We went back to like halls with all these people, and somebody was watching like some old WWF like Attitude Era stuff, and like I none of them knew that I watched wrestling because like when you're sort of you're like no I'm not going to tell people cool. yeah you yeah. don't want to tell people you watch wrestling because you know you're ashamed of it and uh, <laughs> you only watch the Scooby Doo specials um, yeah exactly <laughs> and um, like it was back before I was sort of. A, a, allowing myself to openly be a wrestling fan and uh there was somebody just started slagging something off and i was like that were like this guy was trying to defend it and i just sort of jumped to his aid and was like no actually and then just like ran down and i remember my like one of my best mates luke i just looked up at him and he was looking at me in abject horror like how do you know so much about wrestling <laughs> like yeah. this isn't something that you've you've ever addressed with me before <laughs> it is like yeah, I've something to tell you. Are you gay? No, 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 no. I, I watch wrestling. <laughs> oh, what? why, why couldn't, couldn't you be gay? gay? <laughs> That's socially acceptable. <laughs> well, thank you for the questions. There were many of them, and they're all nuts this week. If you'd like to send one, that's just as nuts. Please send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. That's the one, not just cultaholic.com, Matthew. That's right. Yeah. He's not wrong. Time for Reese's Pieces, and we're able to do this with an actual Reese's Pieces when we're in Las Vegas. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh Maybe my we can god. ask for some Reese's Pieces, like the chairs in ECW. Um, just comes getting Give me a Reese's Pieces! <laughs> no, no! <laughs> Comrade Thompson! Stop throwing the Reese's Pieces, please stop throwing the cup. Chuck Bryan's in, the card, he gets crowd surfed around. <laughs> <laughs> Brian! Brian! <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> yes, our show is gonna be the ECW of Star Trek. All the guys got on stage like no no that the wing collapses. We answer two mobile questions. Thank you, sir. Can we have another? <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, anyway, they uh, da, 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 we've got lots of nice ones this week from uh, Trent Path from India, but we're going to go with Josh from Germany's pick of Edging Christian. Wait, read out Trent's funny one. Trent's funny one is, who thinks better, Andrade and Charlotte's baby or Becky and Seth's baby? <laughs> Also, shout out to Paul. Is it hint? Never say <laughs> read the funny one out before you read some of it. Then people expect it to be good. I and mean, it's not, it lands like that. Also, shout out to Paul from India because he provided loads. And I like the Austin Taker one, which we might use in future. So, uh-huh. But yes. But this week, Josh from Deutschland's Edge and Christian versus the Hardys versus the Dudley Boys. You've got to pick one. Mm. Hardys. Oh. Hardys, you say Hardys, that? Hardys, Hardys. They were like, when, when I was a kid, they were just. <laughs> When I was a kid, they were just the coolest. Like Jeff yeah. Hardy was the guy. Like and those, like as much as I love the Dudleys and as much as I love Edge and Christian, Hardys were always the better team. They were always the one I loved the most. Okay, they always did the more crazy stuff. They so, did do the more yeah. crazy stuff. Yeah. It'd be really good if it syncs up. Because who are you gonna say? Because I know who I'm gonna say. Do you want to do it at the same time? Absolutely. Okay. Three, two, one. Edge and Christian. Yeah! Oh my God! <laughs> We've all gone for a yes. different one. Yes. Amazing. Wow. Excellent. And we're all right. Do you want to, <laughs> you want to go first? Absolutely. Or? The Dudley boys, I think, were a bigger package than the Hardys and Edge and Christian. Mm. Um, Edge and Christian got better on the mic much later on. Hardy boys, way, way further yeah. on they got, like, the individuals and whatever. But the Dudleys already had it. Like, their segments in ECW were like, and now it's time for the Dudley hour. There's the very know. famous incident in ECW as well. Yeah. Yeah. You got a what mother in the front row who taught her daughter to um, <laughs> do something. Try to think of, I was trying to think of something to substitute with, but they're all filthy, so it's not going to work and make the cut. So moving on. Yeah, the likes of Gertner, Sign Guy Dudley, Big Dick Dudley, Dudley Dudley, Chubby Dudley. Gertner is for Spike my Dudley. money the most underrated member of ECW ever. Like, yeah. he's just the best. I love Joel Gertner. He made neck braces cool. <laughs> Apparently he was saying on a, a podcast he... Because he would do his filthy limericks, of, yeah, course. of course. Joel, insert Gertner. But sometimes it would get censored and some of the stuff wouldn't. So one time he went, like, doggy style got censored on <laughs> TNN. But then the next line that rhymed with it, which was vertical smile, it didn't get censored. <laughs> and I guess probably because they didn't know what it meant. <laughs> well done, Gertner. But outside of that, Bubba, um, wow. I mean, he, the skills he had as a tag team wrestler really carried over to when he was a singles guy. Loved his role as Bully Ray. Devon... And I'm not saying like, oh, Devon was always also there, but yeah, he did hold his own, did what he needed to do. Um, was involved with the the main roster debut of Batista. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. scared of heights despite being oh, in those TLC right. matches. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was it? He said, Ed, "All right, well, get proper jacket is necessary." Like, like Edge is holding it like that. He's like, <laughs> he's like scrunched up. Titles here, and he's scrunched like that. Devon was like holding on. <laughs> it's like as close to the floor as possible. <laughs> so there you go. Get me up. Um, so yeah, Dudley Boys, any day of the week. Not bad for a pair of gangsters rip-offs. Because they wore camouflage as well. Oh, oh, oh that's you, right. You hear about, uh, New, Jack, you hear about New Jack talking about they, how they ripped off his look. New, yeah. J- New Jack trying to get some money from somewhere. The yeah. camouflage apparently came from Vince because they, they, they started with the tie-dye. And yeah. uh, Vince hated tie-dye. <laughs> so they were like, oh, just, go, Nixon. just go camo. Oh, no. Just go camo. Yeah. And that was it. Well, yeah, because yeah, when they went to... They were, like, the they were like badasses in ECW. They coloured because like, right. it, it still fit the tie-dye like, weird thing, I think. But like, yeah, the camo was necessary for the tie-dye to go. Yeah, but they were like badasses in ECW. And then they went to WF and they were doing like what they were doing a few years ago with Bubba doing the, the st- st- stutter. St- st- stutter. Yeah. And then it was like, uh, yeah, this isn't working. Can we like be cooler somehow? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, mine's Agent Christian. Um, not at the time. At the time, I was the Hardys as well. But since then, um, I've gradually grown to prefer Agent Christian. I've grown to respect them a lot more. Yeah. yeah. And like, I just think not so much, not so much like the brood or when they were just sort of normal. When they started to get goofy and stupid. And and still managed to get booed for it because if they did that today, if like you see all the time heels getting cheered today for being, like yeah, but they were the masters of getting cheap heat from local like towns and stuff as well. There are two types of Elvis: fat Elvis and really fat Elvis. <laughs> oh my god! Um, the whole the whole like them being like little Kurt Angles as well, even though they're both oh, bigger than him. All um, of their backstage work. Yeah, man, like... long live the stream, long live the zoo. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Mars here. It's they, it's when, oh, it's when they try and cheer up Triple H on his birthday, <laughs> or it's like one of their birthdays, and they try and cheer up Triple H because he's fuming about something, and like we'll play a th- we'll play your theme music. It's my time, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, get out. <laughs> They're in the generic heel locker room with the plant. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, and and also um, out of all of them, I think as single stars. Edge is probably my favorite. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, I just, I like them the most. But back at the time, I used to get furious when they'd like cheat away or they'd hit someone with a chair. Or they'd, well, they'd, they always, they won both the TLC matches, I think. Yep. And and yeah. And, and that, a lot of matches. I was just guilty. And that was effective. Yeah. I was like really guilty of just not caring about Christian for so long. Oh, for so long. Right, yeah, and then yeah. like I've learned the error of my ways, yeah. but... Just well, for the longest time, I just didn't care about Christian. You're not one of his peeps. No, and like my, it yeah. was. I think it was my brother during his singles run and his first TNA run and stuff. Yeah. My brother was like really into it, and I was like, "All right," and I sort of gave it a go, and I was like, "Actually, yeah, he's he's actually as good as everybody else says he is." Yeah, right <laughs> yeah because of that period when people were like, "Oh, Christian should be main event in 2005 WWE," and they were like, "I'll watch him go." Yeah. Nah. Well, no, we've got John Cena and Randy Orton. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nah, but then, yeah, him going to TNA was the best thing he could oh, have done. Yeah. Yeah. He got yeah. refreshed, and then. Because he wasn't great to begin with in TNA. Then he got that other level, and then mm. he came back and went to in sci-fi. And <laughs> then he was able to go that level and have the Randy Orton series, yeah, that was which great. I always <laughs> love Christian for. That was great. And he is still due one more match. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for the Reese's Pieces. Mm. Be sure to send us your suggestions to... Mailbag at cultaholic.com. Sorry, I thought you were... Sorry. You did it last time. Right. Mailbag at cultaholic.com. Yay. It's Cultaholics. The question. And the big, 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 big question is how successfully will AEW compete with WWE? It's a tricky one, isn't it? It is. That's why I saved it till last. Because everyone's well excited, and understandably yes. so. And I'm not going to be one of those people who gets on people's back for being excited about it, because it is exciting, especially with this TNT thing. Mm. But you need a pinch of reality every now and then. How is it going to do? How, yeah. Like it's the tricky. thing is, it's a new show. Uh, I saw somebody on Twitter um, this morning when I woke up uh, who was going like, just because it's AEW doesn't mean you can't, you've got to go the same way. He was like running down wrestling journalists basically saying that you've got to treat it the same way as you treat WWE. If ratings are down in that first, that first few months, it's like, no, like you don't understand. It's a new TV show. So, Ratings are going to be a bit all over the place until they settle. Once they settle, that's when you can start to judge how it's going to be. But I think it's just like, it's going to take time. It's going to take time for them to become a credible alternative. They're always going to be an alternative, but to become a credible threat and somebody like a major, major player, I think it's going to take, you know, you're looking at a year or two. Yeah. No wrestling company's best year is their first year. No. Just entertainment wise. I was about to say, though. Oh, entertainment wise. 
Uh, sorry, I mean, watching it as a fan and going, yeah, because I, I reckon be Rocky and this is really unique though because they've already got a fan base. I think it's so strange. It could go right. the other way. Yeah, it could be. Huge they've got first so year much and hype, then and then it might off. fizzle or but take off. Like, yeah, surely the hype is the fact that it happened, the idea of it happening. Yeah, you know, and it did happen. Mm. It was great. Yeah. Now to do it on a regular basis, mm. those are two different things. How do you keep the hype? Right. Right. And how do you, do you, how do you not just get hype? But How do you stay, stay high? <laughs> going back in time? By signing Mojo. That's right. Yeah. And, and they can't, they've got to get to a point where they can't just have those guys mm. trading wins and doing stuff. Uh, you know, they're going to be the equivalent to, well, this, you know, Hogan in 2000. Right. The thing as well is, you know, it, it's like, it's it's all about changing the wrestling world for the better and everything. But what's going to happen to Ring of Honor? What's going to happen to Impact? What's going to happen to all these smaller companies? Because I think once there's two companies on the horizon, uh, and especially with AEW utilizing a lot of independent talent, uh, I think it means that Ring of Honor is going to become a much smaller company if it even continues at all, which would be a massive shame to lose Ring of Honor. Um, I think eventually we may see AEW take that partnership with New Japan over Ring of Honor uh, if it that gets big enough. Um, mm. it's, it's like, I don't want to lose Ring of Honor. I don't really want to lose Impact, but I just see AEW causing some unnecessary, unplanned, like complete accidental. It's not really their fault. It's just their interest is going to be so heavily diverted toward them and all of the upcoming talent's going to want to go to either AEW or WWE. It's going to turn these companies, these viable companies mm. into like stepping stones. Mm. And so we're never going to see a consistent, because Ring of Honor's having a bit of a rough period, uh, I think it's fair to say. And it's because people are sort of stepping through it. And <laughs> yeah, like it, it's just been like impact, not consistent. There's no, it's just like, it, it worries me what's going to happen to the rest of the American indie scene. Mm. Like when AEW becomes a major deal. All I the good if... ones will come over here, <laughs> do well, and then WWE will sign them. I oh, wonder yeah. if it might, because it's very interesting. Yeah, I never really, because at the time, I don't know what the indie scene was like or if it was even really a thing during the Monday Night Wars. Yeah. So there's no telling whether it's going to, maybe it'll maybe it'll lead to another wrestling boom. Maybe there'll be more indies just because well, wrestling's it, yeah. more popular. It's really, yeah. yeah. Maybe more kids will want to be wrestlers. Don't do it. I mean, you see, it happened in Britain with the wrestling boom over here with ICW and Progress taking off and getting bigger. More and more companies started, and it's still going on. There's still more companies popping up all over the country. Um, but it's yeah, it it goes one of two ways, and mm. it's either gonna it's either gonna like strangle it a little bit accidentally, or it's gonna flourish. What do you think, Matthew? I think it'll be dependent on the fans because it's not how many wrestlers that there are, yeah. or great wrestlers to book, or anything like that. Or if we sign them all, it's gonna be if those fans are willing to stick with them. Um, that's why companies like NCL are uh, staying around because the fans are so devoted and loyal to them yeah. regardless if it's Sugar Duggan in the crowd or it's Conor Renshaw local lad or anything like that Sunderland. and that's yeah Sunderland. and that's a thing that these guys already have yeah and yeah. I'm happy to like them I'm also going to be happy to rip the piss out of them <laughs> if it goes wrong because that's what life is that's yeah, obviously yeah. something I'll try and preach to everybody enjoy it while it's good and laugh at it while it's bad yeah. and these guys have got Aja Kong at the show. Yeah. The stress. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. I, Aja Kong, did Pac. You, um, did you, Chima from Dragon Gate. Is it, oh, it was Shima. I know, we recently, or Shima. We recently oh, got actually, a, you know, Shima. Recently why got am I a, trying to correct nah, you about Japanese We recently name, got into yeah. a bit of confusion about what Pachita should say on a voiceover, and I thought it was Shima. They, they call themselves the O-W-E lads. And now I've gone too far to correct myself, and I've gone for Chima. So Chima's going to be there. Chima. Yeah. Tony Chimel. <laughs> um, Apparently he named himself after his favourite car. What? Chima. 
I thought you meant Tony Chimmel. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yes, the Ford Tony yeah. Chimmel. <laughs> right. That's what I thought yeah. you meant as well. I was, I was like, like, what? what? You can tell we're getting the end of the podcast. I drive a 2004 Justin Roberts. <laughs> 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 of course, I'm super. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I said, it's. I agree with what that guy said before. Just because it's something like this, can't get to a hype. But that's what you do with things you do like. You yeah. do ignore the negatives and want it because people do want to like it. Yeah. I think you and need, I'll never you need to give it a grace period unless it's like catastrophically bad. There needs that sort of window of like. Oh, and I don't okay. think it looks like it's going to be catastrophically yeah. bad. They're saying <laughs> the right thing. We things. can only hope, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as like, what was the last issue last time? At the all or nothing. The fact that they went way over time. All in. And they had no idea. All in. Yes. Okay. What'd I call it? All or nothing. All or nothing. <laughs> that James Bond video game. I'll be the, I'll be the two That's in one or uh, DVD pack of yeah. All or Nothing. It did go away. Oh, yeah. All or Nothing. This is James Bond. Oh. Everything or Nothing. Sorry. It was Everything or Nothing. Yeah. Anyway, the first one they did. Yeah. The issue they had with the time management. Bundy dudes in a flipsy lab. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, some wrestlers went over time. Mike's cool. And so they literally had a 10 minute main event. And, and O'Connor. Literally... Skull got so much flack for that. Yeah. And O'Connor's there going so slowly. Just They're yeah. both quite slow wrestlers. Deliberately so. Yes. So they literally have to end it like, oh, thank you very much. Like, Look at Nick Jackson. Whoa. Well, it's, <laughs> fitting, it's actually fitting that they had to end it that way. Now they've wound up on TNT because that's how Nitro used to end <laughs> yes. every week. Folks, we're out of time. <laughs> oh, my God. Stay oh, tuned for the all new oh, Curse yes. the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I'm excited, yeah. though. I think it's exciting time. And I'm excited that the Gunnar Flyers out there and we're going to have to say good things or we're not going to get flown out again. <laughs> we're not going to get flown back. <laughs> Imagine like, you get there. your ticket to <laughs> like, go home. Just three heads in the desert. In the the comrades like, uh, here's your tickets. Oh, go out to reach them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like that, is it? Um, what, what what comes to Vegas stays in Vegas. That's us because we rip up our ticket. Yeah, sounds really dramatic. The last ever podcast you'll ever see from these three gentlemen. <laughs> that comes. Ross is one man show next time. <laughs> The viewership just comes up like that. Like, oh, no. I am Ross. These are me pants. <coughs> Sam, anything to plug? Uh, you follow me on Twitter at less defined. Jackie boy. At Jack the Jobber on Twitter. Matthew? At NCL Wrestling. For, for North, yeah. For North Wrestling. North Wrestling. For your yeah, North Wrestling needs. And like I said, we will be there at Starcast at Double or Nothing. I'll be confused with All or Nothing. It's no. not for events. It's nothing to do with anything. And so we'll see you there. And if not, you can wait two weeks and see us on YouTube. As always, go to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic to give us money and collect.com forward slash mailbag to mailbag. give us questions. Mailbag at cultaholic.com for the mailbag. mailbag. You almost com. made it as well. You were doing so well. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you almost did it. You almost did it. Doesn't matter. It's in the podcast. Do the thing. We put our hands together Do and that. grab the oh. balls. Join, Join, us. Us. Join us. Do this so you can see us. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs> 